I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. Now, if you've been around this podcast for a while, you're going to know that I don't recommend techniques, tools, or practices that I don't already do myself. You can be guaranteed that I've tried it, tested it, and found it valuable if I'm sharing it with you here. And this episode is no exception. I'm sharing the results of a six-week gratitude experiment. Every day for the six weeks leading up to recording this very episode, I wrote down three things I was grateful for to see what kind of a difference that it would make in my life. And today, I'm sharing the results of the experiment with you. Now, this episode happens to coincide with the American Thanksgiving holiday, which was intentional. And the experiment and the process was so valuable that I'll be continuing it all year long, not just in advance of Thanksgiving. And if you're listening from a geographic location outside of the United States, our Thanksgiving holiday is a harvest festival and a time for our families to gather together. Although its roots trace back to the 1600s when European settlers celebrated the harvest, it was not made formal and official until 1863 when it was declared a national holiday by President Abraham Lincoln. The Civil War in the United States was raging, and he was hoping that the holiday would help unite the divided country. The United States is not the only country to have a harvest celebration and festival in autumn. Canada, Germany, Japan, Liberia, and several other countries also have a celebration of some sort, although it's not necessarily celebrated as big in those countries as it is here in the United States. Now, what I particularly like about Thanksgiving is that it's not only about giving thanks, it's also a positive secular holiday where the main point is to be grateful not just for the bountiful food and drink that we tend to consume on that day, but also for the people that we share the day with and the good fortune that has come to us all year long. It is truly one of my favorite holidays. Okay, so let's dive into the experiment. In both the professional realm and the personal realm, there is a tremendous amount of research that says that gratitude makes a positive difference in one's life. So I set out to test the theory. My experiment was very simple. I used a notepad app on my phone. I started a new note, just one, at the very beginning of the experiment. And each day in the morning, I added to the app. I jotted down three things that I was grateful for. I didn't go into great detail about why I was grateful for those things. I was trying to make it as simple as possible. I knew that if I kept it simple, I would actually do it. (laughs) So I wanted it to be fast and quick, so I wouldn't put it off or skip it. And I integrated it with other things that I was already doing in the morning so that I would remember to do it. And I'll share more on that later. 
So looking back on the things that I've been grateful for this past month and a half, here are a few of the things that I've recorded on the lists. An exceptionally good cup of coffee. And on one day, just an average cup of coffee. Hugs from my kids. My dog's excited greeting. Always happy to see me. Walks with the dog, even on the days when I didn't want to go. And gratitude positively influenced that walk. Great clients. Business travel. Personal travel. (laughs) Airline seats that recline. And even ones that don't. A hotel room that was much nicer than I thought it would be. My health. Waterloo spiced apple sparkling water. It's delicious if you haven't tried it. Fresh snow. Seeing an old friend. Coming upon an unexpected labyrinth while on a walk in Washington, D.C. and actually having the time to rhythmically walk its twists and turns and get into the meditative state that it produces. A particularly flavorful piece of Stilton cheese studded with mangoes. (laughs) Those were just a few of the items on my various lists over these past six weeks. As you can see, some of them are very small, minute moments of my day and others of them much more significant. Again, there were many, many more things, but this list will give you an idea of the range of my gratitude. I found it easiest to do this on hard days, and that might be counterintuitive, but it did make the most sense and the most difference on those hard days. When I recalled things that I was grateful for, it put me in a better mood, a state of gratitude. And then it was easy to look for things big and small that I was grateful for once I was already in that state of mind. I found it hardest to do on the days when my schedule was packed. If I had an early morning, perhaps with air travel or even local travel to deliver a program for a client, it sometimes felt like just one more thing that I had to do, and sometimes I forgot entirely. And the same goes for mornings when I woke up in a hotel room, whether traveling with my family or for work. There was always an agenda to attend to that was different from my typical morning routine, and some of those days got missed. But here's an unexpected thing that happened. Even on the days when I forgot to formally record what I was grateful for, I noticed it. I was being grateful. For example, we were on a family vacation to Seattle at one point, and I hadn't written anything down that day. But there were several points at which I was struck by gratitude in the moment. At one point, my two youngest children were running up a big set of stairs, just a couple blocks south of Pike Place Market, which we had just visited. The rest of the group had gone on ahead toward our next destination. I stood there and marveled with gratitude as my kids ran up these flights and flights of stairs, stopping to look at statues and art and all the things that decorated the area. And better yet, they were getting along, which they don't always do. They were exploring and they were energized and they were having fun. And I was grateful. I'm not sure I would have noticed that particular moment and many more like them in quite that same way if I hadn't been doing this experiment. It might have just been 
maybe even an impatient moment while I waited for them to burn off some energy before we caught up with the rest. But in that moment, I was truly grateful, grateful for our trip, for their time together, and certainly for them burning off some of their energy. Whether it was the methodical recording of what I was grateful for in those times when the gratitude appeared unexpectedly in the moment, or if it was something else, it definitely had an impact. And again, I don't think I would have caught those moments, even the ones I hadn't written down, if I hadn't been conducting this experiment. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Gratitude influences our mood. When we spend time thinking about the things that we're grateful for, we put ourselves intentionally in a state of gratitude, a mood of gratitude, a place where we're generous and kind and we see tremendous possibility in and for our lives. Take a moment right now to think of something that you are grateful for. It can be anything from a piping hot cup of coffee that you might be drinking right now, to a kind colleague or friend, to a big contract you just landed. Small or large, doesn't matter. Picture whatever it is clearly in your mind. Then take a deep breath, and now feel how your body feels. You're likely to be more relaxed. You are in a state of gratitude. Now, if you haven't heard me say this before, this is one of the most important things I teach. So listen up. Our feelings are a result of our thoughts. What we think about generates our emotional state. If you want to generate a better mood, let's say an energized state of mind or a positive state of mind, or maybe even the motivation to take on a task you've been putting off. The place to start is with your thoughts. Again, What we think about generates our mood. So think thoughts, and as a quick reminder, you have 100% control over what you think about. Many of us go through the day on autopilot, but what happens in your head, those are your thoughts, and they are 100% your responsibility. So think thoughts that will put you in the kind of mood you want to be in. As a result of how the gratitude experiment played out, I'd like to experience that state of gratitude more often. So I'm keeping up the experiment of jotting down three things I'm grateful for each day. The way my mood and worldview improved and increased on those days in that six-week period was tremendous. It really did make a difference. The research proved itself in my experience. I had a better life when I was taking those moments 
to be grateful for the things that were in my life. Again, the small things and the big things. So while I started this as an experiment, I will absolutely keep it as a daily practice. If you'd like to start this either as a daily practice or an occasional practice or even an experiment like I did, here are a few ideas on how to get started. First, think about where a good place to record the things you're grateful would be for you. Is it a notes app on your phone like I used? Is it a small notebook that you carry with you or that sits at your desk or someplace that you visit every day? Or is it a more formal journaling practice in a larger notebook? Take a moment to realistically think about what works for your life and what you will actually do. Don't make it a bigger practice than you can actually fit into your life and commit to. Second, determine what time of day you're going to write down what you're grateful for. For me, it worked to do it in the morning. I have several other daily practices that I do as part of my morning routine, so it was relatively easy for me to add it into the morning mix. Others that I've talked to about this process enjoy having their gratitude moments at the end of the day. Taking a moment to reflect on what they're grateful for at the end of the day sends them off to a peaceful sleep. So figure out when during your day will you take on this practice. And third, start doing it. Don't worry about doing it right. There is no right or wrong with gratitude. And remember that some days will be easier than others. Some days you'll forget to do it. Don't beat yourself up over it. That would really miss the point. Instead, pick it up again when you think to do it. And some days might be tough days where you just can't think of anything to be grateful for. And so on those days, you might be quite grateful for clean underwear or a glass of water because that was one of the only things that went right in your day. Again, there is no wrong way to do it. Now, this practice also trains your brain to look for the positive, to look for the things that are going well in your life. Again, whether those things are as simple as a well-brewed cup of tea or a nourishing bowl of soup or a smile from a stranger at the store or a colleague who does you a good turn. Or they could be as complex as a promotion or a big business deal. Your brain will be on the lookout for the good things that are happening in your life. You'll think about them when you write them down. And from my personal experience, you will be more attentive to them as they are occurring as well and they will positively influence your emotional state, your mood. And from that emotional state is where you take action. Whatever you do next, when you are in a straight state of gratitude, will be influenced by that state of gratitude. And that's a beautiful thing. Just imagine how our entire world could be different If each and every person were doing this practice, if each and every person were taking the time to dwell in the moments they're grateful for, even for just a few seconds, I think our whole world would be so much more compassionate and loving. I want to encourage you to be thankful, to experience gratitude more often than you usually do. And not just now, around the time of American Thanksgiving, which is, frankly, as good as any time to start. But don't have it be something that's just local to the holiday. Let it make a positive difference in your life all year long. And whether you start a formal practice like I did, 
or take it on as an experiment as part of your ongoing routine just for six weeks. Or if you just simply take in the moments that you're grateful for as they show up for you and really take a moment to relish them, to let gratitude sink in, to let it wash over you and let it change your mood and your outlook for the better, I promise you, it is absolutely worth it. Today, one of the items on my gratitude list is you, my listeners. I am grateful for you. You make my life better by taking my work into the world with you, in your own personal experiences, in your jobs, and with your family and friends. Each and every episode, I am grateful for you, and I am especially grateful for you today. You made the list today. So thank you. Thank you for your listening and your sharing, and thank you for being you. Until next time, with deep gratitude, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.